We want to say thank you to our sponsors, Watchman Cigars, Webmerized, Red Hill Brewing, Crave Bath and Body, and all of our Patreon link subscribers. Without you, this episode would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it is our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, while you, the listener, are invited to come up on the front porch, grab a beverage, and set a spell. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to our starting lineup. He is hosting the chat. He is manning the videos. It is Magic Man. Hey, everybody. How's it going? We have our special producer, Brian. Very special. I guess that's a clue. Very, very special. And our sideline reporter, Alan, uh, who will later uh, start a new bit. Where in the world is Alan and where is he eating? (laughs) Mm. So he'll be joining with us today. And of course, I'd be your illustrious host, Biggin. And how about you? We've got, again, as I said, we've got a great show lined up for you. But before we begin, let producer Brian... Let uh, you know where you can find us on the socials. We are on the internet at facebook.com slash southern fried philosophy. We are Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at SFP Radio. You can always email the show at sfpradio at gmail.com. If you would like to uh, financially support the show, um, this isn't always cheap. Uh, Patreon.com slash SFP radio. You can give us a dollar. You can give us a thousand dollars. Your choice. Uh, you can always find us streaming on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and the TuneIn app. Perfect. Uh, if you are staying at home or, you know, you, you're sitting at home doing nothing and you have a fans only account and you're high on TikTok and you need somebody to produce everything for you, <clears throat> producer Brian will do that. Fans only is about to get under, but, you know. We can do whatever. Is it? And I always get, get confused. Is it fans only or only, it's only fans? fans? I believe. Um, but, How do you well, know that? It's, because it's all over the news right now. <laughs> How's it going? All under? over the news. Well, they're they're blocking explicit content, which I believe is oh, how well. they made all their money. <laughs> well, yeah. So goodbye. I don't know what people are going to pay for anymore. So that's that's all I can figure. <laughs> How how do we capture all of those people that were watching the explicit content to move over to our show? Mm, well, at one point we had that uh, that other show we were going to do the the monthly oh, yeah. you know, the uncensored or the the uncensored the podcast. Raw podcast yeah, still, we want to call it. You know, yeah, gosh, you know, we we need to bring use that your back. imaginations, folks. That's, <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll take my shirt off if that helps, or maybe I should make you make them pay, pay for it. It's like twenty five dollars. <laughs> Right to or keep something. my shirt on. Know, Otherwise, this bad boy is coming right off. The more follows you get, the more you can charge. I think is what it what it comes to. Maybe oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know the rules. Right. I've so never you, tried it. <laughs> you have to follow, or I'm taking my shirt off. Subscribe. That's the there rule. Subscribe to get uh, JT. You, in you the, don't want to yeah. see that. You don't want to <laughs> see that. My wife doesn't want to see that. Uh, yeah, but if you are making videos or podcasts or anything and you need a producer, email producer Brian at headlines at sfpradio.com. Uh, then you can support him and his family and, you know, for a dollar a day or something like that. Mm. Uh, if you would like to be a sponsor, email me at sfpradio at gmail.com. Uh, that will 
uh, you know, get your name up. We'll put your stuff on the website. You know, we'll make you look pretty and we'll give you shouts out and we'll beg you for free stuff. Um, season five is wrapping up August 30th. So we have this show and then one more after that. Then we will be back in January. We may have a Thanksgiving, Christmas special, whatnot. We'll probably do a show from uh, Red Hill with our Patreon subscribers getting some wonderful SFP beer. Uh, so again, if you are a Patreon subscriber, give me a dollar a month. You can head up to Red Hill. We'll have a nice party. Uh, by the way, I said this, and then Chris was like, hey, I was listening to that, and I don't remember you saying that or booking it. I'm like, oh, well, there's that. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. So as a show sponsor, you're going to just let us borrow the space for a couple hours. Um, but and anyway, supply the beer. Yeah, and supply the beer. So season five is wrapping right. up. <laughs> no, I have to mop oh, up okay. afterwards. Uh, season five is wrapping up and then uh, season six will start next year. Uh, we want to say shout out to our listeners from Greece. Oh. What up, Greece? I love Greece. Mm, yeah, especially donuts. Yeah, uh, Magic fat, Man is yeah. going to give us an interesting fact about Greece. Uh, I have, well, first of all, I have an uncle who is Greek. Oh, okay. Uncle by, by marriage and uh, his parents immigrated. And so it's been cool to, learn about the Greek culture and, and stuff. So anyways, just okay. thought I'd throw that out there. Okay. Right. Um, I thought that was your interesting fact. No, I've, oh, okay. I've got a couple here. 7% of the marble produced in the world comes from Greece. <laughs> oh. I thought you meant marbles. I thought they made the little <laughs> tiny marbles. Like, that is some marble producing people there. That's right. Uh, 7%, I mean, sorry, Greece has more international airports than most countries because of all the f- uh, foreign tourists that want to visit it. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, it's the third leading producer of olives. Uh, yeah. Greeks have cultivated olive trees since ancient times. Hmm. And actually, it says that there's some olive trees planted in the 13th century that are still producing olives. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Well, there you I, go. I have a question. That is an interesting fact. Yes, sir. Is it pronounced gyro or gyro? Oh, is gyro, that even right? Greek? I've also, That's the real question, I guess. Everybody's voting for gyro, right? That's what yeah, I thought it was. Just, yeah, you know. I think it's- I'm, I'm that guy in line at the at the, the <laughs> shop where someone's asked for a gyro in front of me. And I just want to like slap him in the back of the head. Like, oh, you know. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alan's the international man of mystery. I'm, I'm assuming you also call it a gyro. Yeah, I think, is that right? Yeah, I've always called it a gyro. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank I'm you for that contribution. It's like, a, it's like a hero, but <laughs> Greek, right? It's the same. It's the same was- principle. I was just thinking about it's like the same thing as um, Porsche and Porsche. Uh-huh. I've seen that hashed out. I guess it is Porsche, but if you oh, go really? to a dealership, they won't correct you. They'll they'll correct you in passing. That's, uh, that's only after you dish you. out like one hundred fifty thousand dollars for a car. Then they go, actually, it's not. <laughs> it's it, but it is one of those things. Like every time I go to order it, I try to catch myself and make sure even though i know it's euro oh euro, no sorry. euro and and it's the same thing with a quesadilla because i from uh national lampoon napoleon not dynamite but napoleon dynamite, <laughs> i always want to call yeah. it the quesadilla yeah. <laughs> still to this day like i need want me a quesadilla like a quesadilla yeah same thing can you guys relate to that the quesadilla oh yeah yeah all right i'm gonna ask you guys like i ask you every week maybe darn Magic Man, go. That, 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 that was impressive. Your voice kind of 
crap there. You know, I'm still going but, through puberty. I'm still yeah, doing that. Yeah, that was awesome, man. Uh, doing all right. So weather report, it's uh, raining at my house. And, yeah, uh, mine too. Looks like it's uh, – I heard some thunder earlier. So, yeah. Yep. But, right. uh, yeah, doing all, doing all right. Doing all good. right. All right. Well, that was fascinating. Uh, Producer Brian Eibner. I'm good. You know, I feel like we just did this like yesterday. The week has gone by so fast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, didn't we just do this? It's already Thursday again. Yeah. It, se- it seems like it went by fast. I thought today was Wednesday. Oh, yeah. But oh, that's last, exciting, not- though. I mean, it's tomorrow. It's Friday. It's it a, is you get, Friday. It's like having a four-day work week. Yeah. Mentally. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, last week I said I was really tired because of all the work yeah. I was doing. But I didn't do any better this week. So last night I was in bed at 9 o'clock. So that's how. Yeah, that's what happened. Well, to me. That's a great day. So yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna have a couple of uh, categories for SFP. One is if you hit over three hundred pounds, mm. and then the other one is if you go to bed before nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so those will get congratulations. Yeah, I don't usually do that. I've so. done both. <laughs> <laughs> you get the magic man award. For the same boat, brother. It, <laughs> the magic man award. Alan, how you be doing? Pretty good, man. Work's been slowing down. It was crazy for a hot minute, but I'm enjoying well, it. That's good. Yeah, you've been you've been busy all around the world. I I I. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just getting ready for cool. this baby. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I mean, so it's the announcement, right? You've you've officially made it official, and everybody knows, and it's Facebook official, right? Yep, I do yep. now. Yeah. <laughs> People in Greece are going, aha, I knew it. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Thank you. It's awesome. How does it feel, man? Like to, you're about to, your life is about to change dramatically. I mean, everybody keeps telling me the stories about what it's going to be like, but I mean, it just hasn't set in yet. I won't. It's just, yeah. It's still, it's still like, oh, we're having a baby. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the impact doesn't happen yet. It's not real until you're like holding the baby. That's when it's real. Yeah, I it's think like that's oh, the thing. I, and then they let you send you home from the hospital after two days with no instructions. Then it's really so we're real. We're coming home the same day. That's what you think. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's an interesting. <laughs> Is that, that cause of uh, COVID? No, we're doing. So she's doing it completely naturally. Are oh, you doing one of those? Oh, yeah, she's a hero. Oh. She's being a hero. Oh, okay. She's being a hero. Oh, right. Okay. A hero. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're coming home the same day. Mm. Which, wow. Which I'm just like, holy. You know. All right. Well, that's that's even worse because when when <laughs> we have my kids, I think both of them were two or three days, and then yeah, you have a you can like watch the nurses do their thing. Like, okay, I, I can I think I can do that the diaper or whatever. Yeah, I took some parenting classes also, but it, when when the baby comes home, it's like, uh, yeah. Now what? Yeah, well, being in foster care, the only thing like you know, as a foster parent, the only training you get is CPR. Right. I mean, that's the only I thing I got. Well, I was like, well, did I get that? I didn't get that actually. I took the took some courses. I don't remember it. You shake them when that happens, right? To get the. the I think okay. so. All right, like hanging upside down, beat them really hard okay. in the back. <laughs> And then throw them up against the wall. Right. I'm just kidding, DSS. I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's a joke. I've been to your classes. So, I think, yeah. I think the last CPR training I've had was back in 1988 in eighth grade. <laughs> that, that was the Heimlich maneuver, and she didn't appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to go to our su- – oh, wait. Uh, for me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we had uh, Small Batch's birthday. She's dos mm. today. 
today, as a matter of fact. So, yeah, buddy, here we go. I'm not looking forward to this this part. Um, Fun, you know, the fun age, man. Listen, I love uh, and I try to have the mantra. And Alan, parting wisdom here is enjoy every moment. Don't be like, I can't wait until. Like I've tried to eliminate that whole thing from from my vocabulary, but just enjoy every moment that, that there is. But I will say that that gets really stretched when she's on the floor screaming her head off and like throwing tamper, temper tantrums. And I'm like, oh, I need this to be over. Um, <laughs> it, it gets a little rough. So we celebrated her birthday. She melted down just like once or twice. So no big deal. Had just family over. So everything was small and COVID safe and everything. Great. So it was, it was a good time. Just I'm tired. <laughs> Very tired. So here's our uh, Southern phrase of the week. Give me some sugar. You guys have heard that before. Um, Not literally passing the sugar. This phrase means more like, come over here and give me some of that sweetness. Give me a kiss. Often heard from a grandma or grandpa when they see their grandbabies, another Southern term, and want to give kisses as much as they receive them. This phrase is uh, most used among loved ones. I should also note that it could be pronounced sugar, Mm. as we rarely use ours. That part is true. Uh, you guys ever yeah. you ever hear that phrase? Yeah. Your grandma Just ever say that the, to you? The phrase makes me think about Def Leppard, though. So I can't like right. Pour some sugar. Pour some sugar on me. I think it's a different context there, maybe. But in the name of love, <laughs> they're both in the name yeah, of love. It's, it's, it's like yeah. Grandma singing Def Leppard. Just pick, picture that in your head, right? Yeah. At least it's not hey. loving an elevator. So. Pe- <laughs> People our age, people our age that grew up with that music, there'll be one day we're grandparents singing, pour yeah. some sugar on me to the grandkids. You wonder yeah. why they don't come back for Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you guys remember, I think it was last week's show or maybe the week before we talked about um, TV shows and guilty pleasure TV shows. I think Magic Man, you were gone uh, on that episode. Do you, do you or Alan? Do you have any guilty pleasure shows? I said mine was Ninety Day Fiance, and then I also started watching The Outer Banks on Netflix. Any guilty pleasure shows from y'all? I've been watching Pan Am, and um, which was I think one a one season series, if I remember correctly, about <laughs> from ten ten years ago, and uh, Mad Men. Oh. Okay, well, that's not a guilty, guilty pleasure. pleasure. I don't know. This yeah. is what I've been watching. Mm. Guilty pleasure. It's usually like YouTube videos, I guess. Okay. Cletus McFarlane. Big the only fans account. That's a guilty pleasure, right? <laughs> yeah. TikTok videos. Yeah. Alan, any guilty pleasure shows? So, yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 he doesn't want to say it. Beth, Beth got me into watching... Uh, uh, call the midwife. On ne- okay, all on right. Netflix, and it it's really yeah. good. <laughs> I was getting razzed okay. at work about it, but it's, it, <laughs> no. I, I enjoy it. It is it is a really good show. Nice. Okay, I'm not going to put you down for that. Um, yeah, but I got hooked on 90 Day Fiance, so I have no no room to talk on that. <laughs> um, but I did find out this is so Outer Banks is a show on Netflix, and um, uh, it's. It's like Goonies meets Dawson's Creek, if you'll think of it like that. It's 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 a treasure hunt, but it's you know a little bit corny, but it's still pretty. Like, people holds your attention, hunting, right? 
very pretty people <laughs> doing treasure hunting. Um, and so I was scrolling through the old Facebook feed, and my old manager's manager gave a shout out to my old manager and said, hey, just in case you didn't watch, season two is out on, of Outer Banks is on Netflix. I was like, well, wh- why does that matter? Because um, he tagged her in it. And so I kept reading and reading. Turns out my old manager back in Houston, her son is one of the leading characters on that show. And I was like, whoa. Wow. Small world. It's a very small world. So he plays Pope uh, on the show. So if you ever decide to watch that, um, it, was, it, was, it was like, blew my mind. Like, he, like I know his mama. So now I'm old because now I know the actor's mamas and daddy's not like them personally. Now I'm, I know your mama. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, anyway, I thought that was, that was kind of interesting. So I would encourage you to go ahead and watch the show if you are so inclined. <clears throat> At least pretend like you are. So it makes, you know, Netflix, the, the Netflix algorithms see that you watch it and then they renew another schedule or a new season and, you know, it keeps taking off. Uh, all right. So, uh, the next topic is old men fighting. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, a, it's David, a step away from this show, right? Yeah. Just, just <laughs> slight. What I love about this, I don't know if you guys heard this. Did you guys hear about the, the fight that was trending on Twitter between Levit, uh, Larry David and Alan Dershowitz? Oh, so it's it was like trending pretty hard on Twitter. So Larry David, you guys, he's the yeah. creator of um, Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm, co-creator of Seinfeld, yep. um, and then uh, so him and Alan Dershowitz, which I know the name, but I can't place it. Anybody? Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. You keep talking, I'll figure it out who he is. Yeah. So <laughs> they were in uh, Martha's Vineyard at the Chillmark General Store. In Martha's Vineyard. Could you imagine going to the grocery store and seeing Larry David and Alan Dershowitz? It kind of looks like. I just go into the grocery store. Like, oh, I guess they do go to the grocery store. I would, you know, I, I always think that they're just getting, you know, people to go get stuff for them. But anyway, so they're at the, at the, uh, uh, the, the general store. And then Larry, uh, David just screams or, uh, somebody heard, uh, Sorry, uh, Dershowitz say, well, Larry, we can still keep talking. You don't have to walk away. And then Larry David said, no, 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 we really can't. I saw you. I saw with your arm around Mike Pompeo. It's disgusting. <laughs> and then, um, then they start arguing back and forth. It's disgusting. Your whole enclave, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, they just keep screaming at each other at, at a shopping center in a shopping a grocery store there. I just thought that was funny that two old men are just screaming. Are there at any each other. cameras? Because this sounds like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It does. Like his whole life is an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, so Alan Dershowitz is a lawyer. Okay. Who has uh, represented a few notable folks in his career. I'll okay, jump to the, some of the more interesting ones. O.J. Simpson. Let me just pull them up. Oh, that's Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Oh, my. Julian Assange. Okay. okay. Harvey right. Weinstein. And Donald okay. Trump. So, 
that's some context for your uh, okay. grocery store meltdown. You know, <laughs> Lee, Sh- Lee Short says he was also chief of staff for the first Bush. Okay. Bush 41. Yeah, he's he's yeah. been done some, uh, he's been a pundit, I think, on some television stuff and news. Well, I'm, I'm not, before this article, I just thought it was funny about two old men yelling at each yeah. other, but now I'm kind of siding with Larry David, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any thoughts on that? Okay, it just sounds like a episode of Curb Your. I've only seen like one or two, but yeah. Larry David yelling at people seems to be the plot of that show. So <laughs> I do love it when old men just yell. You know, when they just start getting in a rant. I want to be that age where I can just say whatever I want to say and I don't care anymore. Like there's, there's a little part of me that still cares and I'm waiting for that to dissipate. And then I'm just like, I don't care. I'm going to say whatever I want. Yeah. Your filter kind of dissolves away the older you get, I think. Yeah. Boundaries go away. Yeah. Yeah. You're the crazy old man. That'll be the greatest day of my life. (laughs) I don't even care about retirement. You get to the point where no one even fights you about it. Like, oh yeah, he's just, it's okay. He's just old. (laughs) He's just the crazy old man. When when can you start? Get off my lawn. Can I just do that now? And just say, oh, you know. (laughs) I want to just dye my beard white all the way. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to get a Wilford Brimley mask and just wear that around. I think that's kind of where my life same, is going. Saying diabetes everywhere. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. Uh, I know who doesn't have diabetes is Terry Rogier. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, he got a $97 million contract extension with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, he was a he's the point guard. Uh, he was a point guard at the University of Louisville. Mm. Um, Ninety seven million dollars. Uh, that uh, it's a guaranteed deal that will take him through the twenty five twenty six season. That's, it's like four basketball seasons. Is that the yeah, math right yeah. on that? Yep, four seasons. Yep, that's a lot of money. Yo, I would lick the toilets of after every game at the Time Warner Arena for $97 million for four years. Uh, okay. Is that, like, I'm sure you get insurance with that as well, right? It's, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you got to have insurance. <laughs> so if you break it, that's what, 20, that's just under $25 million a year. Just, yeah. Just $25 million a year. I mean, that's, that's comparable with, like, NFL quarterback money, right? Which you know, I don't keep up with the NBA, yeah, too much. But um, it seems like what a decent player, you know, from the NFL side would be making the quarterback, point guard, your quarterback, right? So, right. And I, I get that. Here's the deal. Here's my guarantee. Overall question. This is the morality part of the show. Mm. Why are we spending ninety seven, or why are they getting paid ninety seven million dollars? Like I know that they generate a crap ton of money. Mm-hmm. I totally get that, but isn't our perspective uh, and values completely off when we're paying sixty seventy dollars a ticket, you know, to go watch a, a sporting event, um, and they get paid so much money? I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's a good use of money. I don't know. What are y'all's thoughts? Mm. I agree. I think athletes are over, way, way overpaid. It's just, it's just, 
don't even know where to begin. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, uh, it's it's. I don't want to call it a racket, but you know, it's just what they're not disclosing. are overpaid how for, much, for playing a game. How much the owners are making on this stuff because the players are like yeah. they're they're equivalent of your minimum wage employee here on the not quite on the mm. on the organization. You know, if if uh, one out of you know what twelve eleven twelve guys on the basketball team right get gets that kind of money, the that's just a little piece of the NBA pie, right? Compared yeah. to what like the owners are making and the organization and the like, all of that, mm-hmm. that's where the money is. And this looks like a mm-hmm. lot. You go, know, well, he's doing. He's you know, this is guaranteed. So they're whether that's smart or not to pay that kind of money for um, that many years. It's a question, but I think we're missing a step there. You know, and then you could say the argument would be, you know, he's they're talented and he hurts himself. And he can't ever play again. He right. got paid for something, right? Or what's his what's his next thing? Like, does he have any skill outside of like he's put his whole life into playing basketball? What can, what does he do after basketball? You yeah. know, if you don't no, get, a, get you know, that. there's there's some stuff there that's not guaranteed after that, right? So right. Are you but that? if I, you know, if I break my finger and I can't type, you know, what am I going to do the rest of my life? Uh, it says, uh, per the Google, they make around $100 million, right? However, um, after uh, salaries, arena costs, maintenance, and other required expenses, the owner takes home around 12 to $30 million per season. That's just his take home. Right. So. Or, yeah. How does he pay for groceries? <laughs> well, he's going out with Larry David, not, and they're all going yeah. to the market. He's, and he's, all he's eating at, at the steakhouse inside the inside of the arena inside for free. The arena. There's, he's not. That's that's right. part of the deal. You know, you look at like these CEOs <laughs> who all their money they make stocks. They have a one dollar salary oh, yeah. or whatever. So right. on the books, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, we don't know what they're really making. But then if the company succeeds, <laughs> then they're getting paid. But right. So the owners they don't get stock. But, but by gosh, they can get free nachos whenever they, they want. want. Yeah. They just go down yeah. to the, the stadium. Extra have jalapenos. somebody whip them up some nachos. So just give me that whole jar. Add some bacon. Yeah. It's worth it right there. Uh, one thing, one topic that we, we skipped over that I did not mean to is um, we, I kind of wanted to talk about Afghanistan. Uh, part of it is because we have Alan uh, on with us tonight, and he served our country. Thank you very much for your service uh, in Afghanistan. But uh, the reason why I... I uh, particularly brought it up is because I saw uh, we saw we all saw the images the horrible images of people trying to to escape you're jumping on the airplane and falling off and and whatnot um, and I saw a post by a Christian that uh, said oh no all the terrorists are coming over and um, it broke my heart because these people really are trying to um, to make their lives better uh, so I, I just if as Christians can we just have a little bit of compassion and not think everybody's out to kill us. Um, could there be some terrorists? Maybe. Uh, how big is your God? If you are so scared and that you don't love people and maybe your love could change their life. Uh, and you're just so scared that they're going to poop in their underwear or something like that. Um, guys just love people is all I'm saying is your, your first reaction should not be, Oh no, it should be, 
uh, oh no, they're coming over here. It should be, how can we help and how can we love? So I was, I was frustrated that I was frustrated just at the whole thing. It feels like, um, this whole war was pointless. Um, and, and Alan, I want your opinion on that, but it just seems like we spent all this money and effort to try to help a country that producer Brian and I were talking about earlier is, you know, didn't want to be saved. So what are your thoughts? What are your opinions? Um, give us your take. I think like, you know, every point that everybody's been making, you know, all the different ones, each one of them has like, like a, a portion of validity. So like, you know, the people who are saying like, oh, well, they, you know, they didn't fight for their country. They just ran away. Like, there's some validity to that. Like, I, I don't think it's as cut and dry as they, they're making it out you know, to sound when they say that. But, I mean, it's a shame. It's, it's terrible. It's like um, we spent, you know, all this time and all this money and all this effort. And I can tell you, like, everybody who served, their heart was in it. And mm. a lot of guys went over there probably, you know, wanting some, you know, for various reasons, but probably revenge, you know, after, mm-hmm. you know, after 2001. And I know that's yeah. that's kind of where my heart was when I went over there. But when I, when I got there and, you know, basically when I arrived and when I left, it was, it was a different, different meaning to me. Like I, mm. we did, we did a lot of humanitarian aid while I was there. And, um, it's just like that part kind of hurts. Cause it's like, you know, now it's kind of like, for what, you know, I hope, I hope the kids that we interacted with at least have some good memories of that, you know? And that's, mm that's what I could take away from it, but it just stinks. Cause it's like all that good work. Just, it just feels like it was, it was ruined in a matter of days. Like, yeah. you know, you took 20 years of whatever you want to call it, but I think there was definitely some progress there and mm. you just threw that out. Yeah. It, it breaks my heart. I mean, it's just, I know it means a whole lot to you. You can just, you can see it on, on your face and I wish things were different. I really do. I just, my heart breaks for the people. And I know, again, as a believer, we've got to just love people and we can't use this as, as something where we can just, yeah, you know, put people down. And there's so, some, I, I just want to add, like there's, yeah, there's absolutely. Some, there's some really good people over there mm-hmm. and yeah. there's kids like, mm-hmm. you know, it's easy to, it's easy just to think about them as, as the adults that, you know, that really hurt us, you know, 20 years ago, yeah. but, but there's kids and there's families and people struggling. And it's like, now things are really nuts. Yeah. yeah it's not their fault for being born in Afghanistan. Right. You know, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, and you know, you mentioned the uh, the comment about the the terrorists are all coming or leaving the country. I'm pretty sure they're the ones yeah. that took over the country, so they're probably going to hang out there <laughs> yeah. for a while, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the people yeah. trying to flee are not the ones I'm worried about, right? Right. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's what happens with the rest of the nation? You yeah. know, in the and what are you going to be looking at this in six months, and what's it look like then? We have a tendency, I think, as Americans to see a disaster and it's real hot for about a minute and then we get to see something else 
you know, it's like ADD or ADHD, you know, oh, like, like there was a hurricane yeah. or an earthquake in Haiti, right? It's got a little bit of attention. That's real close to here, <laughs> you know, and how can we help that yeah. too? You know, like it's, you, they pick their things, but we're going to jump around. There could be something else. Some fires will catch somewhere and then we're going to look at that. Right. And we're going to forget all yeah. about the atrocity happening on the other side of the world for a little while. It seems like. Yeah, it feels like in America, our entire like attention span is like a TikTok video <laughs> on life. Like, oh, what's the next thing? Scroll up, scroll up. up. Yeah. You know, what's the next thing going on? And we don't pay attention enough, even just to our own neighbors, <laughs> to even care. Right. Um, so, uh, man. All right. Don't cry. You're good. Um, uh, okay, so here's a, a change of, of place. So there, there was a Miami Beach couple that was arrested in Hawaii for using fake vaccination cards. Uh, there was this couple, obviously, from Miami. They flew over to Hawaii. Evidently, the rules in Hawaii is you've got to show your, your vaccination card to get in. Themselves and two children were on a vacation, but they decided to fake a vax card. <laughs> And they got busted. Now they're being held in Hawaii. Um, oh no! Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> is it tough, a tough break prison. I mean, is there sand and waves? Like, see, the- maybe <laughs> <laughs> they are in violation of the state's safe travel rules, which requires travelers to produce proof of vaccination to avoid quarantine when entering the state. Um, it could be up to a five thousand dollar fine. Or up to a year in prison, uh, guys. I'm. Oh, by the way, they were also cited a total of eight thousand dollars in posted bail. I'm no mathematician, but uh, I believe that the COVID vaccine is is free, uh, and now it just costs you eight thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, fake vax cards, like that's a thing now, like. I mean, by the way, the Vax cards are just look like they were just printed on. I could, I could probably Kinko's. make one right here, right now. Yeah, you can make one. Yeah, we'll have the and then uh, like one of mine I think had a stamp on it, and the, I think the other was handwritten. Like one of the, I got two shots. <laughs> it looks right? like a. I had I had uh, go go back to school notes or you're out of school notes from my doctor that looked more professional than this thing. Um. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that that was funny. Using fake Vax cards. Get caught, I guess. Just postpone your trip. Yeah. Right. And I think that the deal was is they didn't have their vaccine, which, you know, that's that's your deal. Uh, but they didn't want to um to to quarantine. You have to quarantine yourself for two weeks if you get there, or you have to take uh COVID tests to, to prove that you're you're free. Mm. So they didn't want to do that. So that's they couldn't afford to stay an extra two weeks in Hawaii quarantined. It's, Look, I can't afford I to say, but they get four eight thousand dollars fine, which is probably pretty close. Well, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Um, so I just thought that was weird. Speaking of weird, I need the uh, the X Files oh, theme song, please. Sheriff's deputies remain mystified over how a family of three, along with their dog, perished on a remote hiking trail in Marisopa County. Um, I, I don't want to make light of this because this is a this is a tragedy, 
But what is odd is this couple who is very um, uh, experienced in going hiking, they were found dead on a hiking trail with their one-year-old daughter, which, by the way, that's, again, horrible, and their dog. Um, but they were, the bodies were just found on the trail. Like, there's no cause of death. There's nothing that they can find. They were just there. Like, there's no toxicologies right now is being performed. But the only thing that they say that could possibly have happened was either toxic algae or gas from mines around the area. Toxic? Like they ate toxic algae? But, I mean, the dog would have had to. The one-year-old would have had to. Maybe fumes from the toxic gas, algae. Even the gases. Like, how many people hiked? The, what, what area was this? Yeah, I need to look at the article. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's Heights Cove. It was at the site of a hard rock gold mining operation. Um, California. But it's like a, a regular walked path. Like, it's never... Nobody's ever, you know, died there um, that I know of. <laughs> right? This is going to be an unsolved mystery. Uh, so I, I don't know if you guys, have you guys ever watched, there's a show called Missing 411. Uh, I think it's on Hulu. Uh, there's other places around. But it details like how people that go into the woods, they just disappear or some really weird stuff happens to them like there was one that's like an experience i think he was a a ranger um and he went hiking and he was a mile off course and he got lost and then i they say like lost his his sense of direction and then just disappeared mm. but like he, he was just a mile off and he could have just traveled down a a stream to get back to where he needed to go like he knew the area really well wow. and another guy that was just uh, out uh, hunting with his friends and he was 500 yards from his truck and just disappeared. And I don't know, man, this whole thing is weird. There's a lot of stuff that happens around national forests. Um, it's documented in the, in the, 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 uh, the movie around national forests that they, people just disappear. It's crazy. The amount of time. Oh, what was that? I was reading something or saw there's some, you know, some conspiracy. That the national forest is like a cover up. Some creatures or something like, you know, that's where all the aliens are living. There's Sasquatch, yeah, a Sasquatch. And then it is, you know, how many people, how many hikers disappear every year in national forest? And that's like, like a human sacrifice kind of situation or something <laughs> like, oh, we're not worried about that. It's going to keep the monsters at bay kind of thing. <laughs> right. So statistically crazy. you're yeah. safe. Like, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I've spent a lot of times in the woods, like hiking. Can, yeah. It's easy to get turned around. Even if you think you know where right. you are, I mean, it's it's easy to just like forget, you know miss a trail depending on how well they're marked. But that's I mean, you think these people trained would know better than that, right? And and these they said that they walked this particular trail pretty regularly, and it was just on the trail. And then again, no, at this point, no cause of death whatsoever. Need some follow up on that one. I'm curious. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need to follow up. There's actually um, a podcast dedicated to. People disappearing in national forests. It's, is it really? Yeah, it's, it's called um, Park Predators. See, wow. It's, I know it's on Apple Podcasts, oh. but it's some wild stuff, mm. right? Man, oh, I don't know. Magic Man, do you ever go camping? Like not RVing, but like hiking and <laughs> camping, camping and stuff. <laughs> 
glamping. If you have your own pooper, that's not camping. <laughs> um, yeah, I did when I was a kid. And um, then when I was with that reenactment unit, oh, we did yeah. camping. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And, uh, wool underwear. And encampments and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Pooped your underwear. Poop. <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> Maybe some of the small kids that were in the unit, but not me. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, I mean, we, we'd go camping. Uh, now, granted, we would go to campgrounds usually. Okay. Although, okay, no, when I was really young and we lived in California, we would go into like the big basin where the redwood trees are and stuff. Okay. But it would be like a, a group, like my parents and family or, or my parents and friends of theirs and their families and, and stuff. Uh, Good times. Alan, I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever asked you, um, and this is one of the questions of the year is <clears throat> Bigfoot or aliens, which one is more likely to exist? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to go with aliens just because that's kind of where my head goes. Okay. All right. As I said before, if you haven't listened before, I think that the aliens are Bigfoot. So uh, I get both. Well, I mean, there's, have you ever seen the, you've seen alien bodies, you know, supposed, but you've never seen a Bigfoot right. body. Like, that is true. As in order to haul the Bigfoot out of the woods, like that that part is true. <laughs> Have you guys seen anything weird in the woods though? Woods are freaky. Uh, no, but I don't go to the woods at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been creeped out. You know, I used to do a lot of backpacking, and you know, sitting out at night here here. I always I, I haven't done a whole lot of solo. I usually had someone with me, you know. But even then, you know, you're sitting out middle of night and it's dark, and you, you like. There's like squirrels or raccoons hopping around probably, but you just hear, you can get creeped out, you know, or it gets real quiet, mm-hmm. the wind stops blowing, you know, it's it kind of getting your own head pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, David Pilates, I think is the the guy's name that does the missing 411. It's a documentary thing. It's just fascinating to me. I'm going to have to listen to that podcast though, because that whole thing fascinates me. People will disappear that should not disappear. And then they are usually found dead or at or around some body of water. And the number of times that that happens is uncanny. <clears throat> so anyway, tell us your thoughts. What do you guys think? Uh, anybody in the chat that, that wants to, to give their thoughts or opinions? Not yet. I know sometimes the... It's a little slow. The right. little feed is behind what we're actually saying. <laughs> Lee Short says both exist. Oh, so I guess that's yep. the aliens and and uh, I guess he's he's a uh, team JT on that one. <laughs> it could be the Skinwalker. Oh, do you watch Skinwalker Ranch? <laughs> yes, yes. Discovery Plus, man. All right, have you watched uh, the the Blind Frog Ranch though? No. Oh, buddy, buddy. Now that's something. Did you ever watch <laughs> The Curse of Oak Island? Oh yeah. Okay, so it is again. It's like Oak Island, i.e., treasure hunting, and uh, Skinwalker Ranch had a baby. So they're, I think, like twenty miles from Skinwalker Ranch. So there's weird stuff that happens, but there's also they found treasure, and so there's a whole like lore of some missing loot, and they found something down in a hole. And I think there's six episodes in, and that's the end of the first season. But that's one to watch. 
That one's very uh, interesting. I, I need a little uh, update. I don't know what's in the yeah. What is Skinwalker Ranch? So I should know this probably, but I don't. Alan, do you want to describe <laughs> it? <laughs> so it, I know it's a it's a ranch in Utah, right? And um, right, yeah. Who's the guy who owns it? Um, oh, he's he's a. It used to well, it used but, to be owned by Bigelow, right? Big, it was Bigelow, and now it's some guy that I feel like I could beat up. He's yeah, he's like a real estate developer, yeah, very in Utah nerdy looking, like that. yeah. Yeah, so he owns it. Now he has this crew coming in, but basically, like the some ranch family had it a while back, and like they started like pretty much off right off the bat, they started noticing like weird stuff, like noises, and it's almost like possession slash aliens going on, okay. and like then yeah, like wolves, and but they just they had all these weird things like cattle mutilation, yep, with no blood. And no blood. They had cattle, no reason for them to die. Yeah, they, they had cattle go from like being in a pasture to like crammed into this like tiny little trailer thing, and it's a pretty wild show. I like. <laughs> yeah, no, I do too. And what I like about the show is they they brought in like this astrophysicist, like a real life NASA guy, <clears throat> to kind of explain what's going on. But there are like, go ahead. He, the way he says UFO. Drives me nuts though. He's like UFO, 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 UFO. UFO. Uh, yeah, no, but I like the guy. He's from Alabama, you know, so he's got that like Southern drawl thing. Uh, but but it's interesting. Yeah, the cattle mutilations, the aliens, the portals. You see portals opening up. Portals. I'll use that term loosely. Turn into like coast to coast here in a minute. Um, <laughs> it's, it's somebody that will. It's like a werewolf type thing from an Indian culture. Uh, Native American yeah, culture. So the, the Wikipedia article mentions the skinwalker of Navajo legend about vengeful mm-hmm. yep. shamans. Yes. And this is Utah. Yep. So it's like a curse. All right, we can move on now. Yeah. I'm officially creeped out. So. <laughs> okay. But there, I mean, there is some weird stuff. Now there is, I'll, I'm not going to be a spoiler on this. So if anybody wants to watch blind frog ranch, um, there, they actually come to, some sort of conclusion of what's happening over there at Skinwalker Ranch, where I think is very fascinating. So I would tell you, uh, watch that show if you're interested. So there's that. Nope. Uh, I think we're going to skip the get back to work uh, article. We'll do that next week. Okay. But because I, I want to hear about uh, producer Brian's Bojangle chicken sandwich experience. Yeah. So it's Thursday, which is becoming yep. uh, uh, Brian screws up his diet day. <laughs> No fault of our show yeah, a, at this point. Uh, Not anymore. I think I would have done this anyway. <laughs> it didn't hurt that we were recording tonight. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So yesterday I learned of the new chicken sandwich from Bojangles, and it is well documented on this podcast, my feelings for Bojangles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My secret. I'm a fan. If you just is your first time and you're in Greece and Bojangles is amazing. You should come from Greece and try it. It's way better than a Euro. Um, so I found out about this yesterday and I'd happened to be out and about today and it was lunchtime and I hadn't had breakfast and I was really hungry. I thought what better time than to try this new chicken sandwich. So I got in line. Took a very long time. Because it's lunchtime, right? 
Anyway, I, yeah. I, I had the sandwich. Yeah. They're not as efficient as Chick-fil-A. Who is? Nobody. I think it might have been faster <laughs> than Popeye's would have been. Um, so, you know, I do have a review. Yeah, I do have a score true. going back to our chicken madness. I, oh. I've, I've put it in the bracket. Okay. I've looked at the It's official point. now. Uh, I made a bonus round. So if you guys want to go back and check it out, <laughs> you can go look at that uh, too. You know, but uh, I need to pull the score up actually. A couple qualifiers. I was very hungry. I haven't had bread in a month. So these all could very well. I did have pizza last week, which is the best not bread. That's pizza. Um, so you haven't had you haven't had bread in over a week. I, I, I haven't had bread in a while. Um, where? Oh, hold on. I lost my. Oh no. Where to go? I had this pulled up. I must have. Oh, here it is. Found it. Okay. Found my score. Got it. Anyway, so a couple of qualifiers. That's one of the qualifiers. The other one is I watched them. I said to, I was at the window for probably five minutes, which is how long it takes to cook oh. a piece of chicken, I believe. I watched okay. them carry the chicken across from the fryer and put it on the bun. Okay. Oh, like, fr- that's steaming really fresh. Hot. And I saw that happen, so I knew better than to eat it right away. Good call. Because that would have been very bad. <laughs> it would have changed <laughs> sure the whole view. <laughs> Hot grease <laughs> in your face. Saw this. Um, then I watched the guy struggle to close the box. Around. Like, he couldn't figure oh. out how to put the bun on this piece of chicken because it's enormous. Like, okay. imagine you go was... get fried chicken wherever your favorite place is. You, get, you see like the biggest chicken breast they got, right? Just pull mm-hmm. the bone out of that. That's what's sitting on top of this sandwich. I sent you guys a picture. Wow. Um, it, it's enormous, right? And it's crispy. She said. It's fresh. So yeah. let me get this straight. Bojangles listened to the entire chicken bracket show that we had. Mm-hmm. Listened to my complaints that it is way too small. Mm-hmm. And they said to themselves... We got to fix this. I think they still sell that sandwich, to be clear. But But why would Here's what I think happened. Two years ago, Popeye's does its thing. They see it. Sure. Okay. They sit there and watch. And then a little bit later, uh, you know, KFC did one sandwich, right? Then McDonald's Mm -hmm. did a sandwich. And then Zaxby's Mm -hmm. did a sandwich. And then Bojangles went, hold my beer. (laughs) We know our suck. (laughs) They said, hold my beer. And they, this thing, it was awesome. I'm just going to say, it was awesome. Really? It was absolutely. And I, again, I love Bojangles. So, sure. so I put it through the bracket. It looked amazing, right? So presentation, right. it was a five-point okay. scale. It got the whole five for me. Because you can't, you can't fit it in the it's, box. It was, that in I itself you is amazing. Picture, right? Did, I sent it to both of yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Just, you sent it. I, I couldn't. I yeah. needed more pictures. Well, it didn't. There wasn't a. I, have, I pulled over to take that picture because <laughs> I was eating in the truck while I was driving. So, wow. Um, bread was a, it was awesome. I don't even know what kind of bread it is, but it's delicious. It's, I got a five. Oh yeah. So let's let's actually yeah, let's, get let's go through the description the, here. Do you, do you have that? Here's yeah. Here it is. Okay, so this is the mic drop. Bojangles, uh, new chicken sandwich. And said that their team had a blast perfecting the sandwich. We can't wait for you to try it. And the description is a toasted and buttered bakery bun 
with juicy marinated chicken breast, hand-breaded with a crispy buttermilk coating, and then dusted with a secret mix of bold spices. Accompanying the chicken is a layer of creamy, zesty Mm -hmm. mayonnaise affixed with a thick-cut dill pickle. I can see all of that. Yeah. Uh, and there was more yeah. than one pickle. It's fascinating. Jump ahead of that, but yeah. So that bread. That's okay. Magic man hates uh, pickles. Yeah, as I say, I I could do without could, the pickles this, and without the mayonnaise. Is, they nailed the pickle, but the rest of it, the rest they of them okay. nailed the so pickle. So they nailed the pickle. And there was more. It wasn't a pickle. Thing. It was pickles. There was pickles all over this thing. Like Ooh. the perfect. Okay. The chicken to mayo to pickle to bread ratio was perfect. Okay. Wow. That's saying something. Either that or, again, you haven't had bread and or carbs. Uh, again, qualifier, I haven't had anything sure. like this in a while. So it could very skew things. So <laughs> bread, I give it a five. Sauce, it was a three, but only because I can't give mayonnaise more than three. This is mayonnaise, right? <laughs> it was very good. Sure. I could probably I give it four, but I didn't. I mean, it's a zesty it was, mayo. It's, it's I mean, good. A zesty it's good. mayo. I enjoyed it. Uh, the okay. toppings, right. I gave it a five because the pickles were outstanding. They weren't like too di- like they were good pickles. They weren't too green, if you know what I mean. Like that overly okay. like all right vinegary. They just they taste like good, real pickles, almost like homemade. Yeah. The huh. chicken. I made sure to get some of the chicken on its own. Super okay. crunchy. I mean, that was a massive super tender. Piece of yep. Had that Cajun stuff in there that I like. So it's a little touch, touch, touch spicy. Yeah. Not really. Okay. Give it a nine. Give it a nine. All right. Yeah. It's high so right there. Previous scale you know, I saw this, was 30. What did you say? I was going to say, I saw this picture yesterday, and I just kind of glanced because you know, yeah. I was busy working. I was saying, that, that's a nice looking chicken sandwich. That looks good. Okay. And then went back on yeah. to work. But now that I look at it, yeah, I'm going to have to go try me one of those. So my total for this particular sandwich was 27 points. Golly. What was our highest? Do you, well, can you pull the up winner, our- the Zaxby's winner for me, this is, I'm only looking at my score, was 26 when we did the wow. final bracket. Oop. The highest one that anyone got, let me, I've got it in front of me. Let me pull it. Alan, did you see the picture of the sandwich? When he brought, when he pulled it up, I think you were walking. I didn't see. All right. Well, here's. I don't know. It'll adjust. Here, I'll, I'll put it okay. back over. Oh, that's interesting. Nothing else. The only thing there was another twenty six early on, and it was. Um. There you go. There's the sandwich. It was Zaxby's there got twenty six go. for me more than one time. That was the highest scores. Okay. This got twenty seven. Not official. Alan, didn't that look good? Mm-hmm. I don't mess with Bojangles, though. No. Why don't you mess with Bojangles? I don't know, man. I just, I just can't find my like thing I like there. Chicken. Well, have you tried the chicken sandwich? <laughs> no, I'm going to have to try it. <laughs> well, clearly, clearly, that's the thing. Boy, you ain't it from looks, around here, you know, are you? So, if you it's compare it. <laughs> Southern Yankee. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just let you Remember the KFC cool. sandwich? Yeah. How we were so yeah. impressed by that? It blows it out of the water. Really? It just, and again, fresh, haven't had bread in a while. Yeah. You guys should try it, and maybe you'll be oh, lucky enough absolutely. to get it out of the fryer like I did. But I'm going to demand it out of the fryer. I don't want you to See, that looks, like, so, that looks like chicken. It's so good. 
It was really good. I mean, that looks like real chicken. That doesn't look like mm-hmm. some industrial patty with with some stuff yeah. on the outside in there, a square. There, there was no I mean, tenderizing like, to this thing, like with a mallet. They yeah. didn't run through a machine. Mm. They, I'm pretty sure they caught the chicken while I was in line and then like <laughs> breaded it and threw it in the fryer because it was so fresh. All right. We we got to quit recording so I can go ahead with Bojangles <laughs> right out. now. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lee, stick around because uh, I'm going to promote some Liberty Spices here after a while. Um, all right, so well, good. I'm glad everybody go try the Bojangles, the new Bojangles chicken sandwich. Don't get the old one. Say I don't want the old it's, one. Uh, I want the new. Yeah, one. it's a number ten at least around here. Okay, and it is a number ten. Ten out yeah, of ten. It's Bo's chicken sandwich. Don't go ask for a Cajun fillet because you're going to get that skinny okay. thing, which I still like. Uh-huh. But this is this is like four of those put together. And that's my biggest complaint. And I said, if if it was thicker, it would have been fine. Can we just say, just to humor me, that they created this one because I was so adamant that their chicken was too small? Absolutely. Okay. It's, the, it's, it's our fault. This is the SFP Bojangles chicken sandwich. They should rename it. Yeah. I mean, we have the same colors and everything. Yeah. Bojangles, why don't you sponsor us? For real, we could eat biscuits every day. I mean, two of the names on this podcast are Southern and Fried. Yeah, we're That's we're, right, we're your target audience, Bojangles. Obviously. Come on. And we live in Charlotte. Come on. Ah, we're the home territory. We're the home team. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're the home team. You're giving some NIL money to some sports player that doesn't need it. Anyway, uh, so there's that again. So, all right. So our, ne- our new segment that we're going to start um, – with tonight, again, in the season five, we're really going to bring back on season six, uh, barring Alan is still traveling and still <laughs> able to do it. But what Alan is goes, he, Alan, can you explain what you do? So I'm, I'm like a traveling salesman. No, that's not true. Okay, oh. that's um, it. <laughs> no, I travel. I travel around and do uh, uh, communication work. So for microwave radios. So it takes me all over the place, and that's kind of the cool part about it is I get to go really neat places. I got to go to Boston last year, a ton of Texas this year. Boston's cool. Yeah. And so Alan's like, hey, I eat at all these restaurants. You know, it would be funny if I talked about them. And I was like, that would be a great bit for the show. Come on, tell us where you ate, what you liked about it. And maybe at some point next season, we'll call the restaurants back and say, hey, you ate here. Your server was... And then, like, compliment them, give them a plus or minus, and let them know where they stand on that. Mm. It would be even great if we could do it while you're at the at the restaurant, and then we can do a whole live thing. That'd be fun. Um, but you recently went to Dallas, right? And you ate at. Just go ahead and tell us your experience. So, and I I corrected the name because I even put it in my notes you as, did. as the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard eights. Um, I actually, I had a little bit of time to spare before I caught my flight back home. And, uh, this place was, um, suggested to me by one of the locals out there. And, um, it's right. It's just, there's a couple locations, I guess, around Dallas, but mm-hmm. I went to the location that's just North of, uh, DFW, the airport. And, uh, it was cool. I, I thought it was really neat. I'm, I'm usually kind of like a little weird about like certain places, but this was mm-hmm. neat. It was in a really weird spot, I think it was in like a business park. Like, so like there were all these giant, like business buildings, not really uh-huh. giant, but like just, 
just looked like a huge business park, like an endless one. And uh, it just, it's sitting there right across the street. And so I went Good place and, to uh, Yeah. I was like, I didn't think I was going to have time to eat. So this was pretty cool. And um, so it's a, it's a barbecue joint. And uh, so when you first walk up to the front of the building, you're walking like to a, a little line, uh, you know, a roped off line. Okay. And you're approaching, you, you go right up to the smoker and you get to pick whatever you want off the smoker. Come on. Wow. Ooh. Wow. So as I like I was, it. There was a couple in front of me and it's uh, like, you know, I've never been here. What should I try? And their suggestion to me was uh, there was a smoked sausage that they said mm-hmm. was really good okay. and um, the brisket. So I chose the brisket. Yes, sir. And so they, and they served it right off the, right off the smoker. It was awesome. And uh, I got a side of, uh, it was roasted corn. Okay. And that came, that came off the smoker as well. In the shuck. Ooh. I had, I had to shuck it at the table. Okay. Oh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so. Probably pay extra for that. <laughs> I mean, there's $2.50 a year of corn there, so there's that. So anything, anything that would be on the smoker, you get off the smoker, and then, like, you go inside, and there's, like, a buffet of, like, side items, like, coleslaw and, like, um, uh, potato salad and, like, different, different items like that and, like, a couple dessert options. But and, uh, they had, like, the tomato-based uh, barbecue sauce. I didn't see okay. it. Is vinegar uh, East Coast? It's North Carolina. It's, North Carolina, Eastern, Eastern North Carolina. Style is mostly yeah. is heavy vinegar. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't have that. No, they wouldn't. But, so <laughs> this would be the molasses <laughs> sauce, probably in Texas. Mm. It's real, probably real sweet. It was, yeah, it was. It was. It was about what you expect. You know, uh, tomato. Was boys. it pork or beef? It was beef brisket. Uh, I believe. Beef. Yeah, because Texas does a lot of beef. That's their barbecue's beef. Yeah, and we do pork here. Well, yeah. I'm looking at their menu right now, and there's no yeah. pulled pork doesn't exist here. Oh, no, oh there's, I found it's it. There. That's way down the menu. That's how you know. Don't way get it there. The it's like the, one of the last three things in the menu. But if yeah. you, that brisket, <laughs> when they pulled that brisket off, yeah. like that thing just like fell apart. Yeah. It was so bad. Do you prefer the wet or the dry on the brisket? So like uh, sauce or no sauce? No, like, so there's the, the, the flat. And I, I made my first brisket. This, side, basically, yeah. Yeah. So the fatty side or the lean side where like there's fat on it, where it's just melts like butter in your mouth, or do you just like no fat? I just want to eat the meat. I want the fat. Yeah. When I go to smoke the here, I love the burnt ends. Yeah. And, like, okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's the point. Cut up. That's what that is. Yeah. So yeah. And there's a lot more flavor that way. But, Absolutely. Uh, did you yeah. get the pintos? Cause you can get free pinto beans. Apparently <laughs> if you're down in, <laughs> Really? That's what it says. I'm on the menu here. It's free pinto. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. This looks pretty good, though. That, just the, the picture. So if you go to the website, heartatebarbecue.com, there's a picture, and I'm assuming it's similar to what you looked, saw when you walked in. I just want to crawl up and lay down on top of that picture and just, like, slowly <laughs> gorge myself and then pass out. <laughs> and then wake up and eat some more. The pinmasters were awesome, too. They were, like... They, I asked some questions and they were, they were telling me anything I wanted to know. And, you know, I asked them like, you know, about the corn and stuff like that. And they were, everybody was super friendly from like the time I, I started to the time I left. 
like something wow. it was they had that kind of like almost chick-fil-a you know kind of okay customer service quality All right. like it was is that good but i ended up sitting uh sitting and eating on like the front portion of the uh, building is like all bar top kind of stool seating so i okay. ended up chilling there i didn't get a window seat everybody was sitting in front of the windows but i couldn't take a table up just being by myself <laughs> but it was good man and it was more food they they warned me as i was coming in it was going to be you know more food than i could handle and i didn't believe them and it was totally true like i got two sides i got the the uh coleslaw and the, the uh, potato salad and the corn I, well so three but so between all of that and like just a brisket sandwich with some sauce on it i, I couldn't finish the sides i i ate the corn but i couldn't finish everything else wow it was good um good i'm i'm not very picky about like <laughs> foods either foods either like terrible or it's good okay. so it's one or zero a, okay yeah I, and i'd say this was like a very good <laughs> okay all right this is a two right? two okay <laughs> that's the allen scale one or zero scale. if the two what? then you know that's something special I'm working on building awesome. up to a five, and maybe I can get a, like a show on on, on like a Travel Channel or something. Yeah, <laughs> eat, eat or don't eat. It's a yum or dumb. There was a, all right or a uh, eat or don't eat. I like yeah, that. There's a, there's there's some things like that. So I'm looking at the menu yeah. again, and what yeah. something jumps out at me. Okay, so brisket is twenty one dollars a pound, right? <laughs> right. Just that's 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 not unusual for good brisket, right? For the same price. You could also get brisket. all beef smoked bologna. Also $21 a pound. Also ham is $21 a pound. Everything on the menu is $21 a pound. Uh, oh, uh, you're right. That is what's happening. What the heck? <laughs> Where are they getting this well, food? I don't, think, I don't think the serving size was a third. The serving I got was a pound. I don't know. Well, you can get half pound servings is typically. Yeah, you can get that. The market yeah. price think, is I 21. Was, I think it was a. Because I, I, I want to say, like, the whole thing came up to like 20 something. But, but okay, real talk, so you, you, like you walk up and you go, okay, you can have $21 of the brisket or $21 oh. of the bologna. <laughs> but, but, Their marketing is horrible. I mean, who's setting these prices? <laughs> they they make up for it in their customer service. Everything's not found. This is nuts. $21 for, I mean, you could buy an entire turkey for $21. Probably two of them. Prime rib. Yeah, oh, prime rib is twenty five dollars. Except the shrimp poppers; those are twenty five dollars a pound. Well, yeah, you're cause... paying for the experience. I mean, and then the chicken half is eight dollars. So if you how about how big two chicken, chickens? Right? That's sixteen. <laughs> I don't know. Need some te- you're gonna need some te- uh, Texas listeners to, to chime in. And- well, we have <laughs> we have Sketch, uh, but he's in he's in Houston. So if he's ever in Dallas, close, I'll tell right? him to go to the heartache. Uh, no, I don't know about Texas geography. Go ahead. So. Yeah, I I actually have a, a coworker, a friend of mine who lives in Dallas. Okay, uh, I, I just wrote down the name so I can ask him about it tomorrow. There we go. That's how we're going to figure this uh, out. Can we order um, like to go from here? Like, can you ship it? You can. Yes, it actually. If you look at the menu, you can get it shipped. They ship anywhere. Can I get that Oreo so mud pie? Yeah, or the whiskey I, that's what I buttermilk want. pie. The whiskey buttermilk oh, pie. That's what I want shipped. Come on, Dude, they're so close to. Uh, DFW, you can just have somebody like, you know, right. Uber it to your house or whatever. 
Oh, can could oh, you imagine man. how much how good that plane would smell if you got like three pounds of brisket can, on can the, the way Uber home? driver get into the airport? So I just fly down. Can, can we like meet over the TSA line and grab the food and then go <laughs> back there you go. and eat? I don't want to leave, but I don't want them to come through security. Like there has to be a pass my brisket through the machine, the X-ray machine, yeah. right? <laughs> Maybe they won't have to yeah. examine it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, they're going to examine I'm gonna it. Give me two pounds because I'm going to lose a pound in security. All right. Sir, you, sir, you can't bring those ribs through here. <laughs> well, they, oh, they do have pork ribs. Also $21 a pound. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, great. Bargain, yeah. Yeah. No, I would totally do 21 pounds for the brisket. I would take that all day, every day. Because I bought a brisket that was 13 pounds. Oh, well. And that was on sale. 65 bucks, right? 65 bucks, yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to think what I've paid for brisket around here. And it's probably less than, or more than that in general. Oh, oh, you mean like at like a like restaurant? Fixed? No, just like buying like like big a, tinies over in Mooresville, which is somewhere I like to yeah, go. Yeah, like a like smoke pit. Sure. I like mixing big tines. Yeah, right? Big tines is good, man. Yeah. They take care of um, us in our office. Okay. Magic Man, which one are you looking at the menu to? Yeah. Which one of these would you prefer if you had to get 21, if you had to get a pound of it? How much is the sausage? That brisket. $21 a pound. <laughs> that brisket. <laughs> I think I would do the brisket for uh, sure. The big tiny is $25 a pound. More so, so that's, okay. you know, that's fair. Oh. Brisket and some macaroni and cheese. There you go. The first time I think you and I have agreed on what, what well, to Well, eat. they don't have scrambled I eggs. I teetered on the mac and mac and cheese. I was looking at it and I was like, oh, man. Um, See, okay. Go ahead. Were you asking what he would order? Yeah, I was, I, like what would he what would he pick mm. if he had to buy a pound or something? Pound, well, if you're in Texas, I mean, come on. You got to go for the brisket. I, yeah. Usually when I go to a place like this, I get some kind of platter where I can get more than one thing. Yeah, like it, I, I wish they had like a where you could get a couple of things. I can walk in. I don't see that on. I'd menu. get brisket and sausage almost every time. Because sausage <laughs> is a thing that I I've not tried myself, and I don't know. I don't even know where to start with that. Okay, a good sausage is good, obviously, and a bad sausage is bad. It's, it's an Allen <laughs> well, scale. I mean, it's Allen scale, scale, again, scale one to two. <laughs> um, I like to find a good sausage. That's what she said. <laughs> I like that and, I already have a scale. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a show title. I like a good sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm writing it down. <laughs> oh, well, look, if you're in the Dallas area, um, you get uh, a hard two uh, from, from Alan and his scale of the hard eight. Uh, so please stop by. Let them know that Southern Fried sent you there. So um, that would be great. Uh, it's a two we, we should, out of two. A two out of two. We need to give them a call and let them know that they, they received a two out of two on the scale. Uh, all right. Um, all right. So let's go to some wacky news. Are you going to you by, bring up the uh, oh, Lee's stuff while we're talking about barbecue? Oh, yeah. So I did my first uh, for, for Small Batch's birthday. I did pork butt. <clears throat> Um, and, uh, I used for the first time the Liberty spices pork rub on it. And then, um, but here's the deal. Like, so it's just, it's pork rub. It, it has a bunch of different spices in it. Uh, generally a pretty typical pork rub. Um, but then 
Lee turned me on to his the finishing dust. It's the shorties uh, finishing dust that you put on the pulled pork. You, you, mm-hmm. you get it all done, let it rest, start to pull it. You know, at that point, it melts, you know, so it's just deliciousness and moist and everything else. But then, gentlemen, you put on the finishing dust on that pork butt. And I've got to tell you, <clears throat> pork butt's great. But this thing elevated it to a whole nother level. Just kicked it up to the moon. Um, so LibertySpices.net, I believe it is. Uh, Shorty's Finishing Dust. Bro, that was good stuff. I really enjoyed it. So I, I'm just now getting into smoking. I, I clearly don't know everything. And I'm kind of like the Allen scale. It's either good or it's not. Um, but to me, that Finishing Dust really kicked it up to the moon. We're not sponsors. We're not getting paid for that. I'm just telling you, if you smoke meat, producer Brian, I think you have some. I do. I haven't used it. So I have you a question. I have a hard. This is a. This, I might have to leave if you answer this the wrong way. But um, okay, all right. So <sighs> no problem. You had the barbecue I made on my last run. I brought you yep. some. Yep. Did it need finishing dust on it? You're right. <laughs> I'm You're just right, asking because, to me, as a bit of a purist on some level. I mean, if, eat what you like. If it's good, it's good, right? Right. If it ain't broke. So as I, I get it broke, in competition, you need it. to like help it out because you didn't do what you wanted right. to. <laughs> Is that the idea here, you think? Here's, well, here's the thing, good. too. I made it. So that your your level of cooking uh, is at the two out of I two Allen scale. Mine was at the, the the zero level, so this finishing dust really made it to a one, a solid one, oh, I believe. Wow. Um, that, so come on, it, it can't be that bad. Could be zero. I, mean, I didn't get the bark that I wanted. It was my I didn't put enough wood mm. in there because sure. you know I like a good sausage, um, but it just didn't have the good bark on it as much as I wanted, but I mean, it was fine, okay. but I really enjoyed it. I can't do what you did. And and to be clear, you said it's the best one you've ever done. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that to me is like a unicorn. Maybe if, if, if you can do that again, then then you're on. I, try. I need to but throw it, one out. I might throw it out. Now. <laughs> but if, but if you don't and you need a little help, this thing All will right. kick it up to the moon. Okay. How about that? Okay. Can we just I, say, I we'll just leave okay. it at that. that's good. I just, I need to know where we were at yeah. on that. So, yeah, I'm, I I'm not be involved in like taste testing. So <laughs> absolutely, Allen scale. Absolutely, we'll have you over, uh, and and we'll go from. You know what we could do, mm-hmm. producer Brian, that? is for our beer night. What if we made pulled pork mm-hmm. and brought that up to the brewery, sure. and then people could have that. Yeah, there you go. Ditch that charcuterie plate. We're do. bringing ribs, baby. It's, it's gonna yeah. bar- yeah. barbecuterie plate. Barbecuterie. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Magic man, I need you to give me that signature word, your signature phrase that pays. Come on! Hell yeah, brother! There it is. Uh, Been waiting all night to hear that. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here's some wacky news brought to you by Watchman Cigars. If you need a quality cigar at a reasonable price, check out our friends at Watchman Cigars. I do need one of those, actually. Yeah, <clears throat> need to text him. Um, I do too. Uh, so <laughs> needs to be. Yeah, so. Speaking of that, we talked about vaccination earlier. Well, a Raleigh man, uh, he has been known to elaborate holiday decorations at his home, has now put up a strong statement to those unvaccinated against the COVID-19. Jesse Jones, which, I mean, that's a cool name. It's a role. Jesse Jones. 
uh, home in downtown Raleigh is currently adorned with tombstones and a giant skeleton with a message board hanging from its waist that read, not vaccinated. See you soon, idiots. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tombstones that say Novak at the top have messages on them that include it wasn't a hoax and my doctor is on YouTube and I got my news from Fox. Jeez. (laughs) Uh, He said, you wear a mask, social distance and get vaccinated. It's just that simple. Uh, So I just got frustrated because nobody does it. And that's why I put it up. So, I mean, that's that's quite a statement. Now, he's on the news giving an interview and he's got a little Pomeranian. Oh, he's holding a little Pomeranian, which I mean, that's like a fish ball, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I just thought that was kind of funny. Thanks a lot, Raleigh. Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. It's funny, I guess. That's uh. I, I feel he has a better chance of getting egged, I think, for Halloween. Well, or TP'd. You know, that's a lot yeah, of TP'd, stuff. Yeah. To, that's a lot of. Yeah, you, might, you, can't, you can't have an HOA. That's all I'm thinking. Looking at that picture, there's a lot of no. stuff going on there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've got to. They've got to uh, be pretty lax on that. Oh wait, a minute. oh that's I mean, the 2016. I'm looking at. Oh wait a minute. Oh, that's 17. Uh, Hold on, let me, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's different pictures here. The one at the very bottom was from a uh, previous year. Actually, I got it right. Oh, uh, speaking of getting egged, uh, a British village is on the hunt for a vandal who pours beans on front people's doors. Evidently, uh, in Waverley, uh, Southeast England, uh, a a person is going around putting uh, baked beans on people's doorways, on their cars. For no apparent reason, he just pours out cans of baked beans uh, on on people's stuff. Uh, have you ever been beaned before, gentlemen? Uh, not with actual beans. <laughs> no, not, not with beans. Sounds like a waste. It, it is well, like a bliss waste. This is England, right? Yeah. Well, their yeah. beans are different. You guys know about the British baked beans, right? No. What's the difference? Basically, imagine if Chef Boyardee had beans in it. Oh no! It's like tomato sauce and beans. It's not. There's no sugar. There's no molasses. These aren't good beans. So you really don't oh, want to no. eat them. Okay. You want to pour them on people's doorsteps. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that explains. <laughs> it's a breakfast. It. People eat it for breakfast. It's a. You, I've never had it, but you can find it in mm-hmm. some stores. Heinz makes it. It's like a teal can. Like British style baked yes. beans. Yeah, that's the pictures. That yeah. a, um, I've never had them. It's a curious, you know, world traveler oh, no. Alan may have had it before. Have you had a British breakfast, like an English breakfast with beans? I was, I was thinking about it. I've been to the UK, but I haven't had that. Yeah, it's a thing with toast mm. and like, uh, you know, that real thick rashers of bacon and stuff. It might be good altogether, but they're not, <laughs> they're not the baked beans that are near and near to our hearts. That's all I'm saying. So it's not as much of a tragedy, tragedy as it could be. You know what a tragedy is, is you're eating beans for breakfast. I mean, that can't make for a comfortable day in the office. You can't fart all day if you don't start in the morning. Burp. Burp. I was going to say beans, beans, musical fruit. Yeah. <laughs> what I loved most about this uh, article was the dad jokes that happened on the Facebook commenters, <laughs> such as, <laughs> I hope somebody spills the beans on who it might be. <laughs> 
Wonder how long it'll take the police to catch up with them. <laughs> and a third person warned anyone who'd consider moving to Surrey to know that the crime rate has been going up. <laughs> oh, I love dad uh, jokes. Uh, oh, yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well done. So, uh, well done, commenters. I appreciate that. Um, I don't know. I think the worst I ever did was to my former youth pastor, where for some reason we got kitty litter because I think it was cheap, and we poured that on his car, not thinking that this could scratch his car. Mm. Whoopsie. I, I, I uh, forked a guy's yard one time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and he said and he didn't find out about it until years. He had no idea who did it. He, and he was, he was like a children. He was a friend of mine who was a children's pastor at a church, but the kids he did dealt with were too young to like deal with this. Right. So we did it. Um, and I didn't, he didn't find out about it until like five or six years later, we were at a mutual friend's funeral who had done it with us. And like, it was a good time to kind of tell him, but he was like, yeah. blown away. he said the worst part about it was that the forks were spread out just far enough apart that he had to bend over every time to pick one up. He was a, he wasn't a oh. little guy. He might say. He said the worst part was like yeah. the way we spread them out. You couldn't like get more than one <laughs> fork at a time when you were taking them out of the yard. Yeah, um, yeah that would be horrible. Uh, we we yeah we forked somebody before. That's yeah, that's not fun. Uh, the next article, last but not least, um, uh, a naked man. In Seattle, oh, a naked man yep. stabbed a, another naked man on Tuesday, according to Seattle police. There can only be one. <laughs> Just after 8 a.m. on Tuesday, wow. off, 8 a.m., officers responded to a noise disturbance call heard from a witness that one naked man had stabbed a second naked man on the sidewalk. Um, the one witness had already taken the victim to the hospital before the police arrived. Y'all... I want to know the story behind that so bad. Like he, he they, was stealing his bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on a roll tonight, fellas. Oh. Um, yeah, not one I mean, naked man on the street, but two. Right. You think they two. came out of the same house? And why? Why did he get stabbed? Was he like you're this, naked? This so- sounds like a lover's spat to me, but. Oh, uh, you think just, at eight a.m. in the morning? Well, when else are you gonna? Or was this uh, was the stabber jealous of the stabby? Uh, maybe oh. they're both walking their neighbors, and they're both look look across the way, and you see the two <laughs> naked guys in each other's living rooms. And you go, oh, wait a minute! I, I don't know how you get to that point. You, no, unless you're you're fighting, so, and it rolls out into the street. And and you're not just if you're naked, you you don't have you know, pockets to carry stuff in. So where did the knife come from? Well, maybe there was a, oh. one of them may have been a f- inmate who had practice, you know, you never know. Oh, life yeah, skills. There's that. All there goes. Goes some British baked beans. Is there videos? <laughs> what I want to know. Is there <laughs> and fake back scars. Uh, all right. They were, <laughs> the naked man was also found dead on a hiking trail. I don't know how that happened. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, uh, anything else, producer Brian? Did you have one more? That, that was the same article I had. That found. was the yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, there can only be one. Like, yeah, two. I can see a naked man stab somebody. That's like the crazy Jesus sure. thing we had a few that's weeks ago, normal. right? That's normal. That's a normal right. day in Seattle. But right. 
two. That's that makes headlines. Yeah, I thought the when I was looking saw this earlier the the Reddit thing under this said you know nude on nude crime goes under <laughs> underreported. I can't hear enough about these things. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. All right. Well, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Southern Pride Philosophy Podcast. Uh, again, we just have one more for the season, but we will be back in January. So please don't go away. We will be back. I promise. Just work is so busy and everything else is just tied up with holidays and whatnot. So it just makes it easy on us, the family. Again, appreciate it for tuning in. And as always, keep looking up.